The following podcast may contain adult content and strong language. It's a beautiful day. Listen, I know it's a beautiful day, and I know the sun is out. I'm starting right off Let's with go. B for the week. Okay. All right. This is something that I have a major problem with. What do you have a problem And we with? see it w- over and over again, and it's I have a feeling it's only going to get worse, <laughs> and it pisses me off because it's bad engineering, it's bad design, and it's completely unnecessary. This bullshit known as... They sometimes call designed obsolescence. I have no idea what this is. The concept of a piece of technology that is designed to become obsolete Obsolete. and is not designed to last. And then you have no choice but to get a new one. So give me an example of this. I'm going to give you an example of what just happened to me yesterday. The very computer we are recording this podcast on. It's a terrific computer. It's a MacBook Pro. It is old. had that for... Quite quite some time. Yes, and I was wondering what was going to kill it, and oh boy, something something finally came up to it. Oh no. It's that it's so old that I can only go up to a certain operating system on it. Yes, I think I'm going to cut out that it's a Mac and post whatever. No, it's Apple. You know what? I'm I'm leaving it in. I'm no, leaving no, it no, in. no. It's Apple. Leave They're it big. In. They're big. What I don't year care. did you get that? That's a t- mid 2012 MacBook Pro. Yeah, mine is I 2013. No com- I have no complaints about that computer no. at all. They don't make them like that anymore. No, but the the thing that bugs me is that it's a perfectly good computer. Yeah. That works, but the only reason it's not working is because they've said we're no longer going to quote unquote support it, and now yeah. all of the apps are sooner or later not Boy. going to work. Yeah. And this discovered because I tried to get one and it says I need a later thing and it's not letting me get the latest version just so because... So you're screwed. Now compu- you got to go so drop. So now I have to go get another computer. You now just I- got a couch. I just bought new furniture and I discovered this right after no, I did that. You got an overhaul. Oh, yeah. No. Everything. Yeah. No. Sometimes sometimes the devil he sometimes the devil just gets you he just in gets life. And, and that's, that's and just... You just... It's just not an expense I was not, planning on. No. And that's not great. But the problem is, is like... You you just you need a computer, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I might try to milk it for longer, but I'm just uh, all I'm doing is putting it off because sooner or later nothing's going to work on it. And it is yeah. it is it is starting to be pretty slow now. It's like every click I get the rainbow wheel. Every yeah. single click. That's what anyway, happens to me. that pissed me off. They do that with Xbox too. My my Xbox is like it, it runs at such a slow pace right now. And they had a new one that came out about a year or two ago. And they're like, oh, you got to get that one now because. We're going to stop supporting games on this older one. We're only going to develop games for the new one. Yeah, because it's, it's, the a, same concept. it's a business. It's a business. But don't you wish they made shit like, you know, like, here it is, you buy it, and we hope to never see you again. Yeah. Because this thing won't... It's kind of like a Ford transmission. Yeah. Over 15,000 miles, Ford isn't even looking at it because they're like, it's not the transmission. Our transmissions don't break. Right. So... Yeah. Well, I'm sorry about that. Well, yeah, there's nothing you can do, but it's just it's just one of those little things that's completely unnecessary. It had nothing to do with me. And technology, this advanced shit that apparently everybody's been working on, like it's a fucking cure for cancer, is uh-huh. the only stuff that when you use it as it's intended, the performance goes down. Yeah. Anything else, it should it should you, you know, I'm not using it to do anything. You know crazy. what'll last you forever? A cast iron skillet. A cast iron skillet. That's a gr- that's forever. a great example of something that will probably last longer than you. Yeah, because it's a piece of molten Lasts metal that than was those turtles that live like two hundred years. I have a weird thing. I have, well, I used to do this joke to piss people off. I was just like, the turtles are upset because the turtles actually they actually like the straws. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Well, don't even get me started on those stupid cardboard spit oh, straws. Oh yeah, it's it's. Com- <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, I don't like. But I'm here's sucking an, on a rope to drink a lemonade. <laughs> it's like drinking a lemonade. <laughs> what are those? Uh, what are those Pepperidge Farm 
is it a parole or something like that? It's like a it's like a con, it's like a yeah yeah spirit. You know what I'm saying? It like disgusting it freaking dissolves. But here's another thing I'm saying: you also don't need a plastic straw. You don't need a straw. Just drink. Just drink it. I out like of the a thing. straw if there's a lot of ice at the top. I don't like ice touching my lips. That's a weird. You cork don't like I ice. Well, no. I also actually I thought you were gonna say because you don't trust them to wash the glass enough. Well, there's that too. I mean, you never know about that. But you're also but drink- you're also drinking out of it. You're so also drinking point, what's in the glass. You know. At that point, it's like, you know, might as well. I was actually going to, you you jumped the gun. I was going to ask you, what's, something, what's a good example of something that lasts forever? And a cast iron a cast skillet. cast iron is a great skillet. Thing. You, you get what you things? put into it. I'm trying to think of something else that just kind of lasts. Most of them would probably be kitchen items. And when you think about the punishment that a, a cast iron skillet goes through compared to an more Xbox more or a this. computer, you're taking that up to 500, 600 degrees and down thermally yeah. cycling it over and over and over again and that thing will never fail on you it'll never i mean even if it rusts you can scrub it off with steel wool and start all over now again. here's what also lasts you forever a good guitar that's true i'm a big well yes a good guitar not every guitar but they age like a wine if, you, if it's a good guitar if it's a yes and we we all know that i have my thoughts and preferences on first of all almost anything yes but especially musical instruments yes a good guitar a good american-made guitar that's made out of hardwood and is assembled for the most part by hand even though the hand assembly gets you more variation because your human being is not as consistent as a computer mm-hmm. or a computer guided machine yeah i'm a strong believer that an american-made guitar is an appreciating asset and it will only get better with age because that wood gets more and more used to vibrating. They actually make devices that you put on the top of your guitar, and it just... Uh, what are those called? I don't know what it's called. It's called like a tone a tone bridge or something like that. Humbucker is my favorite guitar tone. Humbucker is a great guitar tone. It bucks the hum. It, it there's bucks no the hum. hum. It's, a, it's, a terrific, it's a terrific item. Um, but this thing, you put it on the, the guitar, and it pretty much simulates how much vibration the guitar would go through if it was being played. It ages the guitar faster i don't know if it really works to me it seems a little silly but it's it's a demonstrable effect something else that'll last you forever a good tire pump will last you forever a good tire pump like on your uh like on it like with a car like well yeah you could do it like i have a compressor that i use but if you just have like one for your bike like one of those you know where you're actually pumping a manual a manual pump you buy one. I'm trying to think. Of what's something you buy? One? Oh, also, uh, these uh, microphones. These microphones. Oh, li- like, w- w- by the way, shout out to Sure. We record this podcast with Sure SM58s, the sure. unadulterated classic dynamic microphone for many applications, indoor and out. Um, um but I mean, that stool lasts you forever. Yeah, uh, uh, something wooden that's glued together will last you forever. There but are many things that won't. But the thing, the thing that bothers me is that it's the technology because the technology is what we're putting everything into researching. There isn't a lot of research going in, oh, how can we make a four-leg stool much better? It's and the reason is, is because you can make it better. No. You don't have to, as they say, reinvent the wheel. Because no, you the don't. wheel has already been invented. Right, but technology, you kind of, by definition, have to reinvent it has the to wheel because you have to continue to evolve. Um, that sounds like your washer machine. Yeah, it probably won't come up because your dishwasher. We ran the dishwasher for the entire first. It's a lower episode. noise level, but um, I'm going to tell you what: you talk, and I'm going to go shut, you the, shut door. the door. Okay. Okay. So Nick is going to go shut it, and uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens here because Nick and I are both wearing unique hats. Yeah, sometimes I'm back, by the way, as you heard, because yeah, I just back. started talking again. Yeah. Um, you know, so we sometimes we like to we like to take ourselves out of our comfort zones on purpose because it kind of helps us be a little funnier. And so we, we have we're actually wearing interesting hats, which, again, this is visual and it's a podcast, so you can't really see it, but we can see it. I'm going to try and describe your hat to the audio listeners. OK, so what describe the hat? So it's gray. It does not look like a baseball cap. It does not look like a fedora. So if you have either of those things in your head, get it out of your head right now. It looks like 
Oh, boy. So it's gray. It covers Nick's entire head and pretty much all of his ears as well. And it has <laughs> a little dot on the top of it, a little, like, flare going on. It's kind of like a cone, but it's not really a cone. Picture, oh, boy. I believe the flying monkeys in The Wizard of Oz wore a hat similar to that. Okay. Yes. Um, Otherwise, I have no idea how to <laughs> describe this awning that you're wearing on the your head. The flying right monkeys now. in The Wizard of Oz wore a hat that is known as a fez. The fez, the right? Fez. It's this is a bigger fez. It's a it's kind of a bigger fez with a pointy top, and it goes over my ear. What is this called? This is an Eastern European uh, bathing cap. Okay, and why? How did you find this? And what thought process did you have? Is this one of those things where, like, you just bought a couch? Do you wake up in the morning and say, "I need a new couch, and I need a European bathing, Eastern European bathing"? Well, cap? considering that the the hat was eleven dollars, I didn't quite put as much thought into it as I was buying new furniture. Okay, so that solves. I know this will be good because then next podcast will be on the furniture, and we yes. can do a little. We can review it. Now, where did you get it? I got this on Amazon. It was for a costume. That's right. It was for a Halloween costume. I wanted which to put still together, had no discernible had no discernible purpose. Identity. You remember that? I was it there. It was really because I just wanted to be in a very comfortable costume and I was like, what could I do? Like what kind of costume could I have where I could just wear my bathrobe and I you thought I would be like an old person. I was like, no, I'll be one of those uh I'll be one of those Schwitz uh, sauna guys. It'll be great. I can have my bathrobe on. I'll be warm because you know, it could get a little chilly in October and uh Yeah. And then I just got the hat. I also like hats, so I like having different hats in my collection. And I'm uh, wearing one of your hats right now. Okay. Now I'm gonna describe I'm gonna describe your hat. This one's gonna be easier. It's gonna be a little bit easier. Yeah. So that hat is what is known as a that is actually a fedora. Yes. What most people like a Justin Timberlake fedora, that's a half fedora. So okay. this is a full fedora it's with a full brim. Fedora. It's uh it's actually my hat, so I know that it is made of crushable wool. Yes. And uh, pretty much, it's a Stetson, and it's like an Indiana Jones hat. Now, that hat is a little big on you, I notice. It is. It's not really for the size I, of my head. I meant to say a little small on you is what I meant to say. Yeah, a little bit. Um, um, but, but you look good in it. Well, I borrowed this hat for the same Halloween party as I was Indiana Jones. It's using a perfect all Indiana household. Jones hat. I, I did not buy anything. It was just, I used, I think, your, your satchel and your hat. And then I supplied the rest. I had the tan pants. I had a white shirt. I had the jacket. It's funny because I had all of this equipment and I didn't beat Indiana Jones. No. But to me, that's the spirit of Halloween. I, I like it when you when you make your own costume. When I you think make that's your part own. of the. No. I think that's part Plus of the. Plus the deal. costumes nowadays, they don't. They, oh yeah. They, they can't. It's just like sexy version of insert blue collar worker here, sexy garbage man. Now the first. <laughs> <laughs> The first time I saw this hat was on a rail excursion to the Strasburg Railroad. Yes, we went. We visited a scenic railroad, and one of I our mean, favorite I've places. Always, I've always liked big hats because I hate putting sunscreen on my face, and so sure. I always like to have the shade. And so I did. Um, it was an appropriate time to wear. I should wear it. It was a gift. It's a nice hat. I should wear it more often. Well, in the summertime, when, when the, weather the weather is, is fine. <laughs> You can um, step right out and touch the sky. Uh, well, it's a good... I, I don't like sunscreen either. Sunscreen... Shout out Mungo Jerry. Mungo Jerry, yeah. Uh, sunscreen... What kind of sunscreen you run? Uh, do you go with a universal thing where you can put it... Different. You, you can use it everywhere, or do you zone out your sunscreen and do I zone different, out my sunscreen. So you do different sun protection factors on... I'll use a Neutrogena on my face. I think one of my neighbors, I swear to God, sitting on her balcony looking right in here watching us. Probably listening, too. Probably listening, too. We Dinner got the door wide show. open. Um, but that's why I don't like the beach, because you get the sand on top of the sunscreen. And no matter what, I get burnt. I have the Irish skin. <laughs> and <laughs> That's true. That is your least Italian characteristic. And I, I can't stand burning, and then you got to sit and aloe vera for the night and you know you're all squishy in it's, your sheets it's just way easier to just not get burned i know and it's just way easier for me to just not go to the beach because <laughs> what do people do they just sit there all day why am i going to sit there i could sit on my lawn i know i have an apartment building but i could sit in my lawn you could go sit out on the uh, on the grassy area where that guy was doing pull-ups 
Yeah. Go sit with him, wait for him to come around, wait for the branch to break. Yeah, I got I got that little backyard space back there. Uh, you got you got space out here. Yeah, you see that nice little grassy patch they got out in here in the courtyard? That's for the dogs. Yeah, I don't want to I don't no, even want to walk on it because there. I bet you all the dogs are just running around and they go pee shot on it. Okay, beach or mountains? Oh, beach or mountains? That's like a dating question, but Yeah, it is, but I mountains. I'm a hiking I'm a guy. I'm yeah, a hiking guy. No beach. No, now, I, I like the beach. I like the warm weather. I love Florida. You know. I'd even go lake over beach. Lake. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, you know my, me. If I can fish, I'm a happy My family camper. and I, we used to go to Maine every year. We stayed on a lake. I don't really? Kenny Bunk? Where'd you go? Went to Kenny Bunk once, but we had a, a campground. Banger? With. Uh, like well, the town? No. It was right outside of Augusta. Oh, which okay. Which is the capital of Maine. We'll do a whole Name the Capitals episode. Um, Name the Capitals is one of our favorite games. For specifically road games. <laughs> um, oh, I love, yeah, I love doing a road game. I'm so old school. I love a road game. Um, but we used to stay there for like a week or two in these cabins, rent a boat, go fishing every morning, 5.30 in the morning. That's the time to go. And then, you know, go tubing, do a little bit of tubing. Tubing's a lot of fun. Tubing. Uh, you know, nice, nice lake. You, swim, you, met, you catch mostly sunnies. Over there. There's nothing wrong catching uh, sunnies That was my blue. first fish. Very sunny. It's, yeah, that's America's first fish. It's America's first fish. <laughs> America's first fish. George Washington deal. dropped a little sunny in the, in the Potomac, <laughs> although the capital was in New York, so uh, yeah. in the Hudson. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, I don't know where the hell I was going with all that, but this is a well, good Well, we hat. were just talking about m- mountain versus beach. Yeah, I'm, I'm mountains, too. I agree. But I, I like do enjoy. I do enjoy the sun. I'll go water park over beach. I like water parks more than beaches. No, I don't like I don't like interacting with the public in a uh, in a fucking. See, but shivats. I have to interact with the public at the beach because they're on top. Now we grew up in very densely populated areas, so the beaches are just. When you were going to the beach to have a good time, obviously you wouldn't go to any of the beaches around you. No, we would. We had. Oh, to. you would. Well, your beaches. Okay, we, minutes, we didn't really have the option minutes. on Staten Island. Where, what you was your to, beach? We went to Tobey, which is right next to Jones Beach. Right, Jones Beach is a nice beach. It's an ocean beach. Yes. On Staten Island, we didn't really do that. So Did we you go to Jersey to go to the beach. We would go to Jersey, Long that, Beach Island, or no, not never go down that far. We were no? like a Bradley Beach, Manasquan. Okay. So the beach. So you so you got your ocean beach in Jersey, and I got my ocean beach on Long Island, South Shore. You know, North Shore is the Sound. So that's, that's true. That's yeah. true. You can see Connecticut from your front porch. That is true. Um, yeah. That's like another like New York area question that you ask some people sometimes. Like, oh, what's your beach? Now, the only thing I did enjoy doing on the beach, and I'm sure you can attest to this too, was digging to China. <laughs> and yeah, you'd be digging a hole, and then inv- invariably one of your parents or relatives <laughs> would say, well, you were a kid, what are you doing? You're digging, digging to China? To China. <laughs> Yeah, dig to ch- you dig to China. And for some reason, my mother would always say, you know, you dig far enough, you're gonna hit water at some point. And then you would. And you would. And it, and you know, I never played those games where you get buried up to the neck. I don't like no, having that's control, dangerous. not having control of my extremities. I used to try to catch seagulls. You ever do this? No, I got shit on by seagulls a lot. Oh, uh, what you do is you dig like a hole. So that it's deep enough so that yeah. you can lay in it and then you put sand over your stomach. <laughs> That's terrible. No, no, no. You have your you have your I hate sand. Well, you have your legs up and that you, so in other words, the, the hole is just kind of a divot and only yeah. only your stomach and you just your legs are under. You just get your most of your body under. And then you put you lay down with sunglasses on yeah. and you stay perfectly still and you put food on your stomach and you wait to see if a seagull Oh, God. you ever do that? No, you ever trying to? Because the seagulls. Oh my God! I just thought of that bad lip reading song, the seagull song. Um, and uh, no, I can't. I well, then when you feel the seagull walk on your chest, then you jump up and try and catch it. Now here's the thing. You know how much I love reading. I can't re- reading on the beach. No, you already have entertainment on the beach. You've got to watch everybody. Yeah, you got to watch everybody. But I don't know how people can sit there and read when just, I don't know, 15 feet from them as a kid. <laughs> Digging with his little miniature shovel. 
you know, beating somebody's ass with it. <laughs> and you're sitting there trying to read whatever these, uh, whatever the women read, because it's only women who read on the beach. Let's face I feel it. like there's not, you don't see many books on the beach. They're reading like magazines. Yeah, magazines. Who reads magazines? Who anymore? reads magazines? Period. I don't read magazines. I don't even. I do not read. Magazines. I bought you a magazine one time. Yes, you did. You did buy me a magazine because it had <laughs> the Grateful Dead Grateful on the cover. Grateful Dead, and I said you like them, don't you? I do like them. They're a terrific band. They're terrific. Tremendous. But yeah, I don't. I don't know how you can read on the beach. Maybe because women are able to be more focused than men are. Um, well, to me, it's like, why would you want to read? I just want to be. Um, I do like swimming. I will say, I do like swimming in the ocean. I'm not going to knock that. Uh, it is fun because you get a little, you know, you get. It, it's like it's kind of like spicy water in the ocean. I'll tell you a story that has never been really that public, but here we go. Oh. So one time, as you know, netting, they don't really do this anymore, but men's bathing suits will have netting in it sometimes. Yeah, of course. Which can get dangerous. Yeah, and it can be like riding a wire fence sometimes. You know. You have to be careful, as your parents always warned you about the undertow. Yeah, the undercurrent. Or uh, the other one, the, watch out for the rip The rip side. <laughs> and when I go in the water, I used to let myself be just flipped upside down. Just for fun because you just liked it? Just for fun because I liked it, and I like getting caught in like the heat of the wave. Whoever says that, the heat of the, the wave. The heat of the not, wave. It's not a real thing. <laughs> He's but caught in the heat of the wave. I got The heat wave. I got rocks in my pants. Stones like rocks, because there's all rocks uh, right at the bottom in the, sha- the, the shallow rocks end. And stones, there is water. Un- okay, go ahead. And this is as far as I'll go with this, but I got cuts in places that you should not be getting cuts. Wow. And how let- old were you? Oh boy, I was probably ten. I can't just picture you going like, "Yeah, let me just let the water do whatever it but wants." But when you get out, you got to wring all the rocks out. You know, it kind of. Shoot him off to the side, <laughs> but I was bleeding oh, in that area. That's horrible. <laughs> I couldn't. I just couldn't even. Fat, I tried to ignore it the rest of the time, but then you're getting burnt on top of it. But then you're getting the salt in there too. Uh, you're getting the salt. You're getting the salt. The on beach the was never the same for me after that. <laughs> so you really can't blame. Well, me it sounds for like that, that, that. Just just doing that and being free and letting the water throw you around. That doesn't sound like anything you would do now. Yeah. So it, maybe you were not the same after that. No. Fundamentally. I, I mean, you can't really. There's no. There's no way around that. And I'm not. Uh, not knocking it, but. I I just that was a traumatic experience. That's the whole story. I'm not going for it. We can go into more detail about how that was rectified. No, um, it doesn't matter. That's just nuts. You were just offline. Offline. I don't, um, you know I don't really want to hear about it offline. To no, be honest. you don't. So um, yeah, that's the beach. I'm not uh, not that big of a fan. All right, um, let's get into a little more minutia here. Okay. What is a a favorite, let's say, a favorite object or an item that you use in your daily life? Okay. That you have very strong opinions about, even though it's completely makes no difference to have these strong opinions. I have many. I'm going to give you an example. All right, give me an example. That'll help me think a little. I'm very particular about pens and writing stuff you are i like to have a good pen you are i'm very particular about the specs i'm very particular about the weight of the line that it produces excuse Mm -hmm. me just yawning through that one that's okay um so do you have something like that in your life that you're very particular about (sighs) i didn't want to blow into the mic uh huh yeah, take a moment to think about it, but like I'll just kind of ran here. There's all these, these these fancy pens that they came out, and they're so expensive. To me, I it has to be a ballpoint pen, mm-hmm. unless it's a fountain pen. You know, you know what mine is going to be. You um, know what mine is I don't be. think I do know what it's going to be, but I think when you say it, I'm going to you're going to go. Gonna, you're gonna go oh, I'm yeah. going to go. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, no, I I like pens, and I got to tell you, I vastly prefer. A pen with a cap to a click pen. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. There's just something about a cap. It just it's just I get that distracted nice with a click pen. I get distracted too because I'm fidgety. And also click pens are usually shorter. Yeah. And so I have large hands and they're they're uncomfortable and I feel like they don't balance and flow correctly. Okay. 
I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to say it right now. Bic, if you're listening, and we know that you are, the Bic Crystal is the best, the original ballpoint pen, the best ballpoint pen mm -hmm. ever made. It's the only ballpoint pen. Every single one of them works. You rip that pocket out. It's got the hexagonal uh, barrel. Bit crystal and they're affordable, terrific pen. You like a little bit of resistance on it, right? You don't like. I have a heavy bit hands. I like a little bit of resistance. I don't like the free flowing uh, hostility. That if would you be will. the big uh, velocity. I do not like a big yeah, velocity, no. and it's, I got to tell you, I'm 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 team Bic. Except the velocity. Except the velocity, one of my favorites. The is there anything better? And you were the coolest kid in school if you had this. The Bic four color oh, pen, the yeah. multicolored pen. Kids would drool over that oh, in yeah. elementary school. When How you can... does that work? Yeah. Now, gun to your head. Rest of your life, are you going blue or black ink? Black ink. Really? Yep. I'm taking blue. Okay. These your own. I'm going there, black ink. There's something very satisfying to me about blue ink on yellow paper. Now, I used to be Team Big Velocity in all, all seriousness. Hold on. I'm going to look up a Big Velocity to make sure what I'm... And I had you test drive one. I remember in college. Really? And um, I didn't like it? And you were like, eh. You were being nice. But <laughs> I was being nice. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, yeah. The Bic Velocity is not for me. Yeah, If I've you seen take those. Bic Velocity, within confines, Bic Velocity is good because it actually forced my penmanship to get better. However. The pen chooses you. You, you give me, like, a wide-ruled instead of a college-ruled. Like those essay notebooks in college were oh, always yes. wide ruled. It's like you, you're looking at a racetrack and it's NASCAR going. It, oh no, it's bizarre. It's easier to write smaller than it is to write larger. I like writing small. College ruled. College ruled. Through. No, I'm with you on that. Um, I do. I do occasionally. Let's see what pen I have here. Okay, what, what so got? this is actually a paper made flare, which is a felt tipped pen. When I want a large kind of font size, do you mind I want if I write to write on this. Yeah, absolutely. Take it for you a do spin. Mind? No, I don't. No, absolutely. Okay. Go ahead and write on it. Okay, let's see. Um, let's see. Yeah. So see, this feels like a marker to me. It is a felt-tipped pen is basically a thin marker. Now, I actually will go as far as to say that the uh, heaviest line with let's see what you what did you write? <laughs> Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> oh, Laverne and Shirley. You remember Laverne and Shirley? Yeah, it's a good, it's a good show. Wow. Laverne and Shirley. Um. When Christian <laughs> tests a pen, he, he writes, writes Laverne, Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> um, so the the heaviest weight I will go is uh, is a zero point seven millimeters. Okay. I don't go up to a one. And I'm gonna tell you, you know, it's a very um, a very popular pen that I am just not a fan of. They are not reliable. Is the G two Rollerball. The G2 Rollerball is a classic pen. But that one is one that's your freewheeling. I don't like gel pens. No, no gel, if no, no. If no, I want a no. flowing, nice, dark ink like that, I use a fountain pen. Yeah, you are a fountain pen. I, for my journaling and for my letter writing, because it helps your penmanship. Because a fountain pen responds to the weight that you push, and you can control the thickness of the line. I'm a big fan of that. It looks very... I also, I mean, I love penmanship. For some reason in Catholic school... Um, I always liked penmanship. They made us do calligraphy in, in high school. I, I did calligraphy in art class, but not yeah, in, in art class. I did, but not really. in. Um, was it dip calligraphy? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, I the did calligraphy calli pen is one of the weirdest looking things. Oh, because that's like a chisel tip. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, and you have to be you have to control everything when you do it. No, but to me it was always fun, and um, I remember one time I got points off on a penmanship assignment because my penmanship was not neat, and I remember. Yeah. My dad saying to me, he was like, this is the stupidest thing ever for you to get points off of. You don't have to do any. You don't even have to know anything. You should just do your penmanship well. It's true. And you'll get you'll get the points. You should always get 100 in penmanship. You'll at least you'll at least have a base level to go off. of. Oh, yeah. And I, and I mean, and I took that to heart and I ended up practicing it. And like I actually get compliments on my handwriting all the time. You I do. Love you do writing. have very nice handwriting. I love writing in cursive. Yeah. Um, or as we called it, script. Script. Yeah. Um, Set in script. Yeah, and so, but old reliable was a. I just like a a ballpoint pen, and also I'm an engineer, and the pen that I use has to be pretty rugged because it's in a shop, it's being thrown around, and I need to be able to draw with it. 
And if you strike a line with a ballpoint, if you, if you use one of those rollerball pens and you strike a line, the next, the, like all that ink gathers on the tip and your next yeah. line is all fucked up. Yeah, I hate no. that. No, I don't like so that. So I'm, I'm team ballpoint yeah. all the way. Love um, a ballpoint pen. Spit, think, that's a great document signing pen. Yeah, a nice ballpoint. They work first time. Yeah, so so then the question is is what is your what is your everyday object that you have strong opinions okay. on? But the whole point is is that there's no reason for me to have those strong opinions. I just do. I have these and you know that I have these. Okay. And I'm going to get a lot of grief for this. Not from you. Um I drink bottled water. Yeah. And uh now let me let me explain a little bit. You drink only bottled water. I drink exclusively bottled water, not even Brita. And the reason that this is, is growing up on Long Island, you are not supposed to go anywhere near the water. Like, they're, they're like you are not supposed to drink it. Even with the Brita filter, there's, like, a lot of cancer-causing agents in the water. So my family just grew up drinking bottled water. And so when I came to college... Everybody's looking at me like I have eight heads as I'm <laughs> as I'm carrying cases of water off the metro <laughs> to my dorm room. Yeah, you used to buy used to from go the peapot or the peapod truck, leaving them behind uh, behind the building. And everybody's oh, like, "Oh, this is actually bizarre. People won't believe this, but one time I saw it with my own eyes. It was basically they left a pallet of bottled water." <laughs> yeah. And I remember helping you carry them back. And I was like, Christian, you know you can Toss get a Brita. And he's sense. like, I know I can get a Brita. I won't get a Brita. I No, I don't like a Brita. I don't like the taste of tap water even through a Brita. I will hold true that spring water tastes different than purified water. I'm a oh, spring yeah. water guy. So I don't even deny that. But here's the thing. I grew up in New York City. Yeah. And we had the best water ever. We never had a Brita. We always just drank tap water. Well, it yeah, was delicious. The water's different out there. But I want to know why. I don't, don't know. You don't live further away from Manhattan than I do. No. Well, we live like 30 miles. You don't live 30 miles from Manhattan. No, I don't live 30 miles. Time they got their own water out there. So where does where does Long Island's water supply come from? I don't know. Maybe the sound. I am unsure. Yikes. And so we just... <laughs> you may as well be drinking salt water. Now, my favorite is Acadia. Which is giant brand and or stop and shop depending on what oh, okay. region you're in. Um, I'm a big Acadia guy. Rank your rank your bottled waters. Okay, okay. You Acadia. want me to spit them out and then you? No, no, because I, I know. <laughs> okay. Acadia is number one. Do you prefer it or is that just the one that you drink because of availability? That's the one I prefer. Uh, Acadia one. I mean, at no at any given point, there is possibly tens of bottles of water in the back, empty bottles of water in the back of your car. Yes, sometimes full, and uh, like I have a whole cabinet in my pantry devoted to bottles of water. And you always offer me a bottle. And of water I always offer you. I... That's all I drink is water. I don't drink anything else these days, not that's even good. Sprite. Um, so. Acadia is number one. Harris Teeter brand number two. This is going to sound ridiculous. Yeah. I just realized why you never accept water when I give it to you. Because it's tap? You've never, you've never said that, but I realized that every time you come over here and I give you a glass of water, you don't drink it. No, because I should... Well, A... Christian, this is years. I should have... Well, A, well, this is... this. It's twofold. Tap, yeah, but it's like I'll drink tap in some case. You have a Brita... I swear to God, this is embarrassing. I didn't even put that together until now. Every time you come over for dinner, I give you a glass of water from the Brita. And every time you go home, it's still it's full still sitting on the table. You don't even touch the glass. Well, here's the thing. Because I'll do this with myself, also with bottled water. But, like, my girlfriend only has Brita also. You saw me. You were over the other night. You saw oh, yeah, me drinking I took, I took out of the, the glass. For a oh, you were. Yeah, I took the Brita for a spin. So here's the thing. I don't like to drink with meals because it slows me down. The drinking slows you down? Yeah. You know, you notice how I eat like a, a gavone? You eat, you eat very fast, but you should want to slow down, I would think. I never, not never, but... I can't I, get through a meal without I drinking. I tend not to drink. 
You during. probably notice how many times I refill during a meal. Because it fills my stomach. Why do you think they tell people who are on a diet to keep drinking as much water as possible? It because does it fill fills your, your stomach. stomach. And it's water is incompressible. Right. And so, yeah. So it's half it's of it's the tap. Half of it's like if I'm here for a meal, then whatever. Then you're definitely not drinking. Right. Um, no, I'm not even joking. I didn't even put it together until just now because right before this podcast started, I offered you a glass of water and you said no. No. Um, revelations here on uh, let's get a meal or let's have a beverage. Um, <laughs> let's have a delicious beverage. So number one, Acadia. Two, Harris Teeter. Three, Poland Spring. Um, two store brands taking the lead. Yes. Uh, shout out Harris Teeter again. Shout out Harris Teeter. Um, five... It's going to be interesting because it's not spring. It is. Are you going to Sonny? Or no, we're at four, I think. Four. Yeah, I'm going to go Aquafina for four. Aquafina. I feel like Aquafina cold was always a little bit different. Five to Sonny. Um, Co-product. In okay. fact, one of my one of my roommates from college, Mister Mister Amon, uh, he. Uh, Mister Amon Ross, we got to get him on here. He saw me bring in a case. He has a of, lot to say. He saw me bring in a case of Aquafina, one day, and he's like, "You feeling okay?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What's wrong?" And he goes, "You're not an Aquafina man." And I said, "Well, that's all that CVS had." Oh, um, CVS. Now at the dead last, and I hate this brand. Oh, I think I know. What What is it? Deer Park. Deer Park. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, is it because it's water. is it because it's named after a town on Long Island? No, it's not that. It tastes bad, <laughs> and it's got this this moose on the front. Maybe it's a deer because it's Deer Park, but a moose wouldn't really make sense. I cannot stand Deer Park. I really just don't. You you filmed that? No, um, I, I just took a picture. We're gonna take care of that in post. Yeah, but I can't stand Deer Park. Um, what's the other one? I'm picturing it. It's like, I feel like... There's another bread. There is another one I'm forgetting. It has like a pink Evian. Evian. There's also Nestle Pure Life, which is not great. And you don't even, you don't even fuck with smart water. I like smart water. Then, then you have your high ends. There, your high you have ends. your high ends. Wait, you, you got have your Fiji. You got your Fijis. <laughs> you have, those, I like, I like the package those of the are high Michelin ends. star waters. Yeah, that's your... Smart water. Now, they say that smart water has, like, other stuff in it. Well, there's regular smart water, and then there's the hydrating smart water, which is slightly basic. Then there's vitamin water, which is not water. No, vitamin water is, like, is like dollar store Gatorade. Yeah. Um, not great. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do like smart water probably most of the high end, because smart water is what they have in, like... Smart water is available... That's what they have in like an airport or train station or yeah, something. It's, never, it's smart water. It's smart water. It's never yeah. and it's it's a good it's a good filler water, like a filler meal, which Auntie Anne's is probably my favorite filler meal. Uh what, just like a pretzel as a meal? Oh yeah. That's well, my not road a meal. Trip. That's my rest stop. Not a you okay, so your rest stop snack is Auntie Anne's. But Auntie they Anne's. have that in a lot of airports too, in a lot of uh shopping malls. Shopping Union Station. That's a, that's my first stop when I get to Penn Station, Annie Ants. I know exactly where it is. Yeah, you can just follow the smell. Follow the smell. Even in Penn Station, one of the smelliest places on earth, you can just follow the smell. You can follow your nose. What the, what was the tagline where it said follow your nose? Follow your nose for the fruity taste that shows. Do you remember Fruit the, Loops? Fruit Loops. Fruit do you remember loops. the product? That's right. That's right. Remember, do you remember the mascot's name of Fruit Loops? Toucan Sam. Toucan Sam, <laughs> of course. You got to have Toucan. I liked him better than those uh, than the apple and the cinnamon or the apple jacks. However, apple, uh, apple jacks is an underrated cereal. It is an underrated. I probably like it more than Fruit Loops. I don't eat those cereals anymore. I haven't had a sugary cereal probably since I lived with you. Yeah. I like it as a dessert item sometimes, but I don't. I don't keep it in the house. I'm not a cereal. What guy. was your favorite sugary cereal? If you had to pick one. Um. Okay. I feel like Honey Nut Cheerios doesn't count because it's not fun enough. No, not fun enough. Um. You can actually get like nutritional value from Honey Nut Cheerios. I mean, I think Captain Crunch with cold milk. Uh, was me too. Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch I with cold Captain milk Crunch. was good, but we were not allowed to have that for breakfast. Anytime I went to my grandmother's, she'd go, you want some Captain Crunch? Of course you do. And then it just tastes different at your grandmother's house. Yeah, yeah. And, it j and you're like, you know what? 
and she'd have all the different kinds of milk. She said, "How? What do you want? I got regular. I got one percent. Regular. I got two percent. And what I'd kind of milk do you run? Well, I use Fairlife. I'm a lactose free. Fairlife two percent. Uh, oh, okay. Fairlife two percent. I'm still running right out of the coal. Right, at, right, right out of the cow. Whole milk. Whole milk. Let's do it. Sometimes man. I talk so fast I just trip over my own words. Captain Crunch was good. I also liked Lucky Charms. I liked Lucky, Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms was not one that we had very often in the house. Because Captain Crunch is not like that sugary. It's like it's it's paper kind of. Oh, I was going to disagree. It's pretty. It's not as sugary as like your cocoa Lucky pops or your Reese's are, pops. Yeah. Or Cookie Crisp, or uh, Cookie Crisp isn't cereal. You know what has more cereal than like any more sugar than any of those, which you wouldn't believe, Raisin Bran. Oh, really? Yes. Well, the type of sugar makes a difference. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would always assume Raisin Bran is healthy, but if you look no. at those little, okay, Frosted Flakes would Frosted Flakes fuck you up. Yeah, there's no, there's no difference. Yeah. Um, Good old Rice Krispies with a tiny bit of sugar on top and bananas inside of it. Love it. One of the best. I'm even Absolutely running phenomenal. Life cereal. You know Life? We love Life. Love Life. Good life multigrain cereal. Why doesn't Multigrain life, Cheerios are very why good. Why doesn't Life come in a bigger box? I know. I just bought it the other day. I'm like, I'm paying $4.50. You know what's another underrated cereal? I'll tell you right now. Kicks. Kicks, good. Kicks are good. I like Checks. What about like Berry Berry Kicks? No, I, you ever had berry berry no, kicks? No. That's a good sweet cereal. The berry flavor of the pieces in the berry berry kicks tasted like nothing else on earth. I'm a big Rice Krispies. I like life. I might have a bowl of life when I go home. Wow. I'm going to have a bowl of life. You know what? You do that. Because um, I just bought it the other day. Good multi-grain Cheerios the, I like. The box. Why does life come in such a small box? I know. When you would think. Because when something called life... Like, life is such a big thing. I like life. Not the game of life, though. kind of looks like the same font. It's very similar. It's a multicolored letter box kind of deal. I think there's, like, moderate shading on that font as well. There's no serif. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was I just thinking? Lost my train of thought. You know which one I don't really like? Cornflakes. No, cornflakes are just, like, it's like eating fucking scab shrapnel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Captain Crunch, if you don't get that right, I mean, you can be... I feel like you got to let it soak a little yeah, bit to soften up. Here's something I liked. I liked... Favorite cereal to eat without milk? Frosted Flakes was my favorite without With, milk. Without milk, because it kind of has milk right got, on it. It gets really soggy. If you let it sit too mm -hmm. long, it gets really soggy. I wouldn't mind popping a few Cocoa Puffs without milk. Oh, Cocoa Puffs. You know me. I used to like... Uh, I used to like fruity pebbles. Fruity then pebbles. You was doing not the dishes we... one time when I was, and you did used to like fruity pebbles. And they would they would stay along the rim, or something because th that's the type of cereal where it sticks. And oh, I you said that the... like an old dude, you know? <laughs> you hammer it on the table. Um, so... you, wait, you mean it would stay around the rim of the sink? No, 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 around the bowl, like where the milk line was. Because you yeah, can't finish all the fruity pebbles some because cereals, they're so tiny. That's some cereal. That's an excellent point. Some cereals are convergent and gather in the middle of a bowl, and some are divergent and gather along the perimeter. But I'm sitting on the couch, one of these two fine couches, which are entering into their swan song, um, <laughs> and uh, you, and you're doing the dishes, and I see you putting a little bit of elbow grease into one of them, and you were going, you're going, you had your fruity pebbles this morning, didn't you? <laughs> said yes i did fruity pebbles were better than cocoa pebbles because cocoa crispies are better than cocoa pebbles yeah but i'm gonna say cocoa puffs are better than cocoa crispies yeah. because it's the cocoa crispies it's too much there's too much surface area it's too much it's too much rice krispies good rice crispy treat terrific treat terrific treat homemade do you ever do them homemade of course you have to oh, way better homemade. homemade yeah probably a little bit better for you um now, nah, at that point, you're just looking There's for nothing, fun. Nothing better than just listening for the actual snap, crackle, and pop. It's true. Because it does it's snap, it does crackle, and, and it, it most does. certainly pops. <laughs> <laughs> it's it good so, shit here. It really, does, it really does exactly what it says on the box. Snap, crackle, and pop. Um, okay, another, another favorite, uh, pops. Pops, oh, yeah. Pops. 
pops which play technically nice are called milk. corn pops. The corn is just in such tiny lettering, but you all you see is pops. Oh yeah, it's so like it's corn pops. Corn pops. Hold on, I should pull away on that one. Corn pops. pops. There you go. Yeah, that's those peas are very <laughs> Peter Piper. Close. Picks a peck of pickled. Peppers. Oh yeah, and we're using dynamic mics, so you know what that means. No pop filters. No pop. Um, yeah, so I, I corn pops are good. I enjoyed that. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna have that bowl of life when I go home. You, I'm you're making a you're, bowl of you're, life. You're doing this with more drive than I see you do a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a bowl of life. You know what? When you're having it, let me, text me. Let me know how it is. It's gonna be. It's gonna be fulfillment. Because that's what you need in life is fulfillment. <laughs> that's what you need with life. And you know me. I'm a big watch something while I eat. I have to have something on the TV. Oh, so like like you watch Jackie Gleason while you eat? Yeah, I have to. I have to. So it's I, I do that, especially by yourself. I do it on my phone. I just sit it there. And it's usually pick it like a documentary of some kind. Since my table is so tiny, you're going to judge me for this. I fucking drag it in front of my TV sometimes and just eat. No, that's not. Just do that. That's not. I mean, I would do that if I didn't have another table here, but. Yeah. I mean. You uh, may as well. It's not that far. You may as well. I mean, your apartment, you have a great use of the space. It's a a very, very If it's a handheld meal, if I'm having a burger or something, then I'll go right and sit at that little table and just do it. Yeah, exactly. If I got to cut a little bit, if I need to use my You're dragging that table through. I'm dragging that through. Dragging that through. I love how, and we can wrap up after this. This is probably. The I have la- another. I have another subject. Do you have more time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought. I thought you. You were giving me a signal before. I oh no! You were I was just. Me. Oh, I was just looking at the. Uh, I was just looking at no matter. I didn't how know hard. if you were going like th- no, no, this no. Or, or or. No, we're only at. F- we're only at forty-seven. Let's uh, take it to an hour if okay. we can. Um, so I, I recall, when we were shopping, we look. We both looked for new couches last weekend. And, uh, it's a big phase that we're in right now. We both separately, without consulting each other, asked individual salespeople if the price was going to be low if we paid cash. <laughs> yeah, and, they were not used to that question. And I said, what if I paid you cash? Like, I could give you cash right now. What are you going to do? And he's like, it's the same price. I'm like, you shouldn't. There's no way to run a business. That's not I come way. in here. I offer you cash. Off the books. Oh yeah, they you should. You don't take, even got to take my name. To down. me, they should take two hundred off the top right away, at least. <laughs> Cut it off the top. Um, yeah. So, and it, that was a random thought. But what's your what's your? Uh, well, this one is something that obviously this is a podcast and it's a comedy podcast. So yeah. Um, we never really talk about this, but let's. Um, it might be fun to discuss. What are some of our comedic influences? We have a lot of similarities. And we have we a have lot a of lot. ones that we yeah. that we kind of don't align on. Not that it's, we dislike each other's, but, but we like, each fall into pockets. We each fall into a little bit of pockets. So, like, what would you say fundamentally? It all goes back to for us. Oh boy! And this is like this was like foundational. Probably Seinfeld. It I goes mean, back I to mean the like, show Seinfeld and also Jerry Seinfeld's and also stand-up. Jerry himself. Probably. It's I mean, that, yeah. The first like comedian who like wasn't really a comedian the rest of his life, but w- that I watched from I, the time I was like four years old was Jim Carrey, and that was it. Yeah, we and do then, have Jim Carrey because I Jim Carrey from the movies, and then I found the stand up. And, and his then stand up you know, is wicked. His stand up is good, and it was something that he worked a lot at uh, when he was young. Um, so he's. Why don't we do a Mount Rushmore? I could I could give you my Rushmore. Okay, uh, a Rushmore of uh, of comedians. comedians. All right, let me let's do one at a time because I kind of have to think. Okay, number one on mine is Rickles. That's, Rickles is on mine too. That's, okay, I I cannot do a Mount Rushmore. Without you Rickles. can't, and I think I think Rickles might be the George Washington. He's that forward he facing is, Mount Rushmore. I don't think anybody truly understood how to make people laugh better than he did. I think the thing with Rickles is that he. He didn't really do material. He yes. kind of just was funny. He was funny, but it's something that you don't see with any comedians, even our favorite ones. Nobody commanded the respect in a room that he had. 
he re- it's from that it's that Vegas nightclub it's, era. It's yeah. He played. A, you can tell that he played a lot of rough clubs because yes, he he's. Did. Well, that's how he picked up that style. Yeah, you have to. You have to be. But he, always ends on a classy note. Yes, it, but Rickles was somebody who is not to be, not to be fucked with. Not to be trifled. He was. Um, I think that my like my favorite things about him is how he how fast he was. He yes. could play off of something that was happening to the day he died. To the day he died, and he could make a uh, like an original joke out of something that just happened in the room. It was almost as if he was method acting. Yep, I had the privilege of seeing him twice. Wow! Um, when I worked at Westbury, and uh, shout out Westbury Music Fair or NYCB Theater at Westbury. Um, oh, they changed the sponsorship. Yeah, it's been like that for a while. Um, oh, okay. So, Rickles, my number one. Question: Was he in the round? Was in the round. He did it in the round. Not the half round. He was in the round. Not the half round. Because he would sell out. That that's a sellout show. Oh yeah. He's yeah. he's he sells out. Yeah. Um uh that that's funny because I don't think I've ever seen a comedian in the round. In the round is hard. In the round is hard. It's incredibly hard, actually. I've s I saw him in the round. Have you ever done a show in the round? No. Okay. I saw him in the round. I saw Dennis Miller in the round. I saw, I think Sinbad was in the round. Yeah. Really? Sinbad did a show there in the round. Um, Howie Mandel did a show in the round there, who's actually pretty funny. Um, in case people might not know, we should explain what in the round, in the half round, yeah, what yeah. the difference so is. So it's a theater, there's a stage in the middle. And in that theater, there's about 3,000 seats in the whole place. So it's pretty intimate. Right. But so even in, in Madison Square Garden, you might say Madison Square Garden could be done in the round. Now, that's an arena. Sebastian so that's, did the garden in the round. Sebastian did the garden in yes, the round. He did. In the round, it pretty much means that the stage is in the center of the room and the audience is surrounded on all sides. Yep. Um, and it, it's challenging because it you have to be very particular and a little bit different with your eye contact and not spending too much time with your back to one direction it's not like a traditional theater yes um a half round would be more like a traditional yes now would they have a demountable partition or would they just close like a curtain or something to do the half yeah, round? They or would they the only put people on half of the stage they would hang a curtain from the ceiling and they'd close out two sections and they called it the proscenium when it was the half round it's in the proscenium um so that was just the name of the configuration the name of the configuration okay but, you know you, you close off about two sections and sometimes it would be the artist's choice to do that. Sometimes it would be we know this show is not going to sell enough tickets, so we're only going to do it in the half round. Right. Um, okay, so we both have Rickles. I'm going to put, f- uh, for me, I know you may not agree, but I'm going to put George Carlin. Okay. that's your. That's George Carlin is the one that I always come back I'm to. I'm not nearly as familiar with him as you are, but that's... You know, he is one of those foundational um, comedians. Because he is someone who makes you laugh at things you don't want to laugh at. Right. He's someone who shows you that it's okay to laugh at anything. Right. And any footage, any footage and, and accounts of people who knew him off stage all talk about what a kind man, what he, a was. Kind man he was. Even though on stage his persona and his act is so grumpy and charged. Yep. But he's just so smart. <laughs> There's only one person who's grumpy in real life and grumpy when they perform, and that's Larry David. That's, that's just Larry David, yeah. <laughs> that's Larry and David. I love Larry David, and but he's nowhere Larry. near my Mount Rushmore no, of stand-up. No, he no. wasn't really a stand-up comedian a stand- at he all. He hated stand-up when he did it. Um, he wanted to become a No, but I mean, I, I could do all episode just on George Carlin. The things yeah. that he says, the way he puts words together, and how clever his stuff is, and one of my favorite things is to see him... Just the, the fucking balls that he had. He got arrested 10 times for well, doing that, his material. He changed the game in comedy. He changed and the game, but I still say, with, with, with going dirty and do like, okay, Lenny Bruce really was the one who first kind of did edgy yeah, yep. blue comedy, then as prior, they say. Then prior. Then, you know, Eddie Murphy, you know, but, all those guys. But Carlin, Carlin was kind of the one who it was just like, oh, I feel like I have to do this or I'm not even going to be. But the thing is, is that Carlin is still the one who does it the best, in my opinion. His acts and his materials, the material and the premise is so strong with Carlin that... It's, it's very well thought out. It's very well thought out, and 
when he would go on the Tonight Show where he couldn't curse and he would work in television, he would do the same material without curses and it was still just as funny. Yeah. He knew how to deliver a joke. Well, you have to you have to be able to bridge both of those things. And, yeah, and I mean, I'm trying to think of right it. now what's one of my favorite Carlin jokes. Um, I don't know. He was uh, a, a lot. I mean, all of his jokes on the English language about how when he points out the silly things that we all accept as normal, and you're just like, his jokes seem like they were just sitting right there, and you're like, yep. how did I not think of that? We're all in the same. But like his his jokes where he would say the most crazy things with the biggest conviction. My favorite, one of my favorite ones is this, and he just goes, "Here's something I really like. You know when you get hit in the head with an axe." And right before you die, you get that cool breeze right across your brain. I love that shit. (laughs) (laughs) And you just laugh because you're just... You're just like... Because the premise of it is so ridiculous. The premise is so ridiculous, but you laugh because you can't help but imagine what that's like. And you're laughing at it like it's something you can relate to. Yes. And you're also... The thing with him is sometimes you laugh because you have no choice. Yeah. Um, Um... but yeah. yeah, I could go on and on as I am. Uh, George Carlin, without I, a doubt, he's one of the best ever. I think. Um, okay, so next up is Seinfeld for me. On my Mount that's Rushmore. fair. Uh, so I'm gonna go Seinfeld two. Well, they're not in any particular order either. I should specify that. Um, so that's my number two. Your number two was Carlin. So yeah. who's your number? Who's who's third? Well, do a little bit on Seinfeld. Well, we kind of talked about him we in did. the beginning. We, it's you know, I, I you can watch <clears throat> him. He has it down to a science. You what? You listen to his jokes. There is absolutely no fat on his jokes. He he is trims. It, it is he's, a well oiled yeah. machine. He's the mathematician engineer comedian. Yes, he's very. He's very. Very calculated. Very calculated. And it's a science to him, and there's a reason why he's the highest paid comedian in the world. Oh, it's, without a doubt. Know, there's um, a reason why. Do you have a favorite Seinfeld joke that you could share? Yes. When he does his bit about public speaking is the number one fear of most Americans, and he said, which is ridiculous because number three is death. So he said, so most people would rather be in the coffin than given the eulogy. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a classic Which Seinfeld is just a joke. great joke. It's uh, no fat on that joke. Yeah, by definition, most people would rather be in the coffin. Yes. Um, I, have a favorite, I have a favorite Seinfeld joke. Seinfeld is not on my Mount Rushmore. If we were picking who I think is the best ever, yeah. I would pick Seinfeld. Right. But I'm going for me, the comedians that I listen to, who I always come back to. Mm-hmm. But Seinfeld is not on mine, but I'm okay. glad he's on yours. My favorite Seinfeld joke is when he's talking about... Um, he's talking about... It's a really old one, and he's talking about Coney Island. And yep. he's like, uh, oh, they're putting up rides all over the city for us now because mm-hmm. they got the Ferris wheel in Coney Island. And um, and he says, oh, well... well it's something to the tune of is like, oh well, well Coney Island is such a bad neighborhood now that the cyclone is the only roller coaster where you scream on the flat part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just like that joke a lot. It's a great joke. Um, um, his his jokes like the his jokes are satisfying. They are, they're very satisfying. Um, um, okay, so that's two for me. My Europe next pick three. off the top, without question, is Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I know he's controversial. But he's just funny. I'm not yeah, I don't I don't consume comedy or art because I want to be I, I'm just looking for a laugh and he, no. again, I don't and have that's to a, that's I, a problem. you don't have to agree with someone to find them funny. It's a but problem. Dave Chappelle's is so his again, he's honestly close to Carlin. The way he thinks and the way he puts a joke together and also, he, you watch him now. He's bought himself so much time. He could go minutes without a laugh and not lose yeah. the audience. Yep. And um, it's just the way he presents himself, and it's his delivery. It's his, It's everything. Um, I won't do the joke, but my favorite Chappelle joke is from his special, Sticks and Stones. I yep. believe it's that one, mm-hmm. where he's talking about the proper way to load a shotgun for home defense. 
yeah. and he's talking about you got to use birdshot and buckshot, and he he does the whole thing. He's he's just so intelligent, and the way he li- lays out, I he's he's uh, very 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 important uh, to yeah. me. Um, DC native, DC native. He uh, funds that um, the Duke Ellington Duke School. Ellington School. Yeah. Uh, over in Georgetown. Uh, so I'm going to go... Oh, boy. I am going to go Jim Carrey for the next one. Another great we pick. we talked about before. Um, That's just who I've... You you're know, just saying comedy outright. Uh, you, you would still prefer the films to his... Uh, no, but even like his Letterman appearances. like His Letterman you know, appearances you know, are, are always funny. Are He's actually, as Chappelle is kind of close to Carlin, he's kind of close to Rickles. Yeah. He's just funny. He's just funny. He's just raw um, funny. Okay. So that's my third. You mm-hmm. got your third. So who who you rounding out the four with? The fourth has to go to Bill Burr. That's who my fourth is. Really? F- yep. Bill Burr is just... Which, as you know, I think Paper Tiger is one of the best specials I've ever seen. Yeah. And I can watch it any day. I can watch anytime. Paper Tiger all the time, and it still gets me. Paper Tiger is an absolute murder Masterpiece. show. Masterpiece. That is one. Um, that's one of the best hours of, of stand up. Stand up that you'll ever watch. Um, it's oh man, I just I yeah. He makes me laugh in a way like he combines a lot of different genres. I feel like he and, you can see where his influences are, and he's also you can see that he's done this for a long time. He can be very clever and witty, but yes. he can also be very animated also at the same time. But and he also does voices. He does voices, and he uh, he just, I just think he is a supreme talent. And, and I've been listening to his podcast, the Monday Morning Podcast, um, for probably for yeah. probably ten years. I've been listening. It's to a the, great piece. I've been listening to that podcast podcast for longer than Joe Rogan has had his podcast. <laughs> That's a good stat. Yeah, no, he, he's he's. I think he precedes him by a year or two. There's his, always the Monday morning, then there's the Thursday afternoon, just, just before, before Friday, Friday, Monday morning, Monday podcast. morning podcast. Um, no, it's always sure. shorter. It's and always then he does shorter. The repeat. It's always shorter, and then you get the throwback. It's a yeah. great podcast. I love him. He's he's uh, he just makes me laugh. And the thing is, he's so him. Yeah, it is so him. Um, let's close up with an honorable mention. Okay. I have. I'm gonna actually say maybe this is your honorable mention. Maybe it's not. I'm surprised you didn't put Jim Brewer on Mount Rushmore. He's a very high honorable mention. Okay. He's a very high. I don't think he should be more well known than he is. I think. Yes. You mention any of those names we talked about, people are gonna know who you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the one that people may not know is Rickles. Is Rickles? But yeah. they should. But yeah, they should obviously. But Brewer. Brewer is just as funny as any of them. I just Brewer's wish just he was more funny. well known. And the, the thing I'm going to say is Brewer has influenced a lot of comedians. Yes, you can he has. actually kind of the tell. mic hit. The mic hit the, you know, if he's trying to the the way he does his impressions, the way he moves. Yeah, it's just oh, he's terrific. I think Sebastian has a lot of Brewer in him. He does, um, and I I don't. I, I'll go as far as to say I think Sebastian actually has a lot of Burr in him. He does. And it, Sebastian and Burr, they like live down the hall from one, one another at one yeah. point, I remember. Um, and I mean, empirically, Sebastian is probably bigger than Burr these days. Sebastian has more wide appeal. He has more f- familial appeal. He has, but what like, I love about families Bill Burr, will go out to see him. What I love about Burr is Burr just does what he wants. Right. And it's not. I'm not saying Sebastian is not doing what he wants. No, he is. But... His yes. last special is pretty good if you watch it. To me, the funniest one is his very first one. I love Why Would You Do That. That's my favorite one of is his. Is that the one where he's kind of wearing the, the pink shirt? No. It's, I kind of have him in my head. The by black wh- and white thing. Yes, yes. Really, the one that was at the where beacon. Where he opens with Uber. The one that, yeah, the one that was at the beacon. Yes. That is um, a good one. The one where he's got the spats. He's yes, got the that's spats my on favorite his shoes. Yeah. Um, his, his new one's pretty good. It's a lot of the stuff we saw. One we of saw the only uh, comedy shows we've seen live was Sebastian. With Sebastian. And, and Jim Brewer. And Jim Brewer. Um, um, Paul Verzi. We saw Verzi. Paul Verzi's an honorable mention for me, but I, oh. my, uh, I also, my other honorable mention is Theo Vaughn. Yes. The- I'm not as familiar with his stand-up as I am with his, his show. His, but 
I mean, I think he's actually funnier on his podcast. Yeah. He's his his comedy is just so out of left field. You never know what he's gonna say. And the way he puts sentences together and catches people off guard, the way he kind of breaks down people by just inundating them with stupidity. Yeah. Is um but he's just so him and it comes so naturally. Some people I love Theo Vaughn. just come it comes naturally to them and others I think they gotta really work at it. And you know, Rickles I think was somebody who it just was in his blood and it was just natural for him. Yeah. And I think uh no, that that's a good that's a good discussion. We'll do sitcoms next. Next sitcoms week. would be a good one. Also, yeah. I gotta say, I just you gotta love her, Nikki Glazer. She's fun. I, I she, haven't really watched her. You, ju- much, I, but you just I, you just gotta love her. As far as female, she's not everybody's uh, cup of tea. I'm trying to think who's a really funny female comedian that I like. Um, um, Taylor Tomlinson's funny. She's funny. She's got two good specials, and she just they actually just signed her up for more, and she tours oh, the great. whole country. And she's not even thirty years old. Um, um, she's doing great. Um, honestly. Sometimes she gets on my nerves, but she's she's one of the greats. I, uh, Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman has she really has her moments. Sometimes. One of the greats. She's Joan Rivers, though. Oh no no. Oh uh, yeah. Let's start right here. Yeah. Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. I will say one of the most underrated female comedians, possibly one of the most underrated comedians of all time. Possibly. Joan Rivers Quite is possibly. like, she is Taken so too damn soon. funny. Taken too soon. She um. She's hysterical, Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. Was, yeah. Oh. She was um, great, and all her plastic surgery. I got to tell you, that was uh, that. I think that was one of our tightest episodes yet. That was a good one. We had a groove there. We had a good groove. Um, I'm gonna go have a bowl of life. You go have a bowl of life. I'm gonna drink. Continue to drink my uh, Brita filtered tap water. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I don't put oh, now. I don't put life cereal in spring water in spring bottled water. Just no, so you use your milk. I use my milk. But there you go. All right, we're gonna take a little uh, hiatus. Uh, we are we're going on we're going on the road Easter for a couple is, weeks. Easter's coming up, so yeah. So um, yeah. You got anything else to say? No, that's that's it. All right, uh, all right. We'll see you next time, folks. All right. Salud. Salud.